0: Hello, welcome to Ignited Youth, we are happy to see you and hope you enjoy our episode today. Connect with us through Instagram at bvcc.youth. If you would like to submit an anonymous question or have a prayer request, please click on the link in the description. Without further ado, here is today's episode. I want to open up our Bibles in Psalms ninety twelve. I know the way we started today was different, but it's leaning and it's connecting because as Sometimes we feel that we are not using our time wisely. I know I have I've, I've Especially the more you have responsibilities the more that you do in life The more you feel like you can waste time or you can use your time wisely But I love with Psalms 90 12, and i have a lot more references and I have a lot more Scripture so if i'm going way too fast then please write these down and look for them later or you can see here in the podcast, we'll have it up soon. But Psalms 90, 12 says this, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. What it's saying is let us take an account Of our time here on earth. Because the way you walk, the way you spend your time is going to change the way God's going to use you. See, a better way of saying this is not just a self-discovery, but a soul-discovery. How do we examine ourselves from the inside out, not from the outside in? Because you can look at yourself. See, when you're gonna go out to school, right? We wake up in the morning, you guys gonna go to school or to work or just start off your day. We we all look in the mirror, right? I, I please hope so. I please hope so. If you don't look yourself in the mirror, you just walk out, you're just asking for it. You're just gonna, man, you're gonna go on there with have a big old mocha right here or something or you're gonna have something in your hair. You guys have hair, but, you know, just, you know, just, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and then that you're determined if you're ready to go, right? No, well, it happens to me. I, I have to check myself in the mirror before I go out. Anywhere. Anywhere. But it's so easy sometimes to try to do that on the outside but not on the inside. Sometimes it's easy for us to to examine ourselves how we're looking on the outside, but this soul searching, it's more on the inside looking out. I believe that if you change your heart, if you change your soul, if you allow God to change who you are on the inside, the outside is gonna change automatically. No one's gonna tell you to stop doing certain things. You're gonna feel conviction. That means God wrestling with you, telling you that's not okay. And when God tells you that that's not okay and brings you something in your heart and you do it, it changes you more than somebody telling you you should do this because then it's not nagging. It's God calling you and you're like, yes, I want to listen to God. And us parents were like, I've been telling you that for years, right? Like, you just don't listen. Now God is telling you and, but that's the change. When you change your heart And you're loving God more You start start changing things on the outside No one has to beg you No one has to tell you Come, do, say, look Talk like this, look like that Act like this, act like that You're going to have this time with God And go God what do you want from me And then he'll be talking to you But some people have They lack self-awareness Some people just are just They lack the self-awareness And I believe that if people lack self-awareness They lack it spiritually as well So We see a lot of people claiming to be following Jesus But we also see a lot of people not living like they follow Jesus So tonight we're not going to talk to who you want to be I know we all want to be better if we're here Because that's what we're hoping, right? We come to church so we can be challenged to change. So I don't want, tonight I'm going to be a little bit different. Tonight I don't want to talk to the future you. I want to talk to the real you. I don't want to talk to the future you. Or the you that you wish to be. I want to talk to the real you. And because there's two versions of you. There's a projective self and then there's an actual self. Okay, so when you're dating someone, that's the projected self. You're always super nice. You have all the patience in the world. Everything they do is perfect. They're, they're always funny and they're always handsome or they're always beautiful. You'll write poems and it's something I confess to someone last time when we were just talking. Um, Me and Nade just, when we were talking, she loves roller coasters. I hate roller coasters, but she didn't know that then. And guess what? I jumped on every single roller coaster. Why? Because of this, I liked her. So guess what I did on every roller coaster? Oh God, please don't let me die. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I wanted to impress her And guess what I did I pretended I love roller coasters And inside I was dying I was like oh God Please don't let me have a heart attack right now That will be an awesome story later on And she's still around She'd be like oh my God geez, It's my time to leave When we're dating We project something But when we're married is our actual self All the defects come out The real you comes out, because you don't have to pretend anymore. You're married, right? So they see everything and who you are exactly. How lazy you are, how much work there's in you, how much that, it just, like, my God, like, I didn't know you were like that. Everything starts coming off, right? The real you is different, like, oh my God, like, wow, okay. When you go out, you fix yourself. But when you go home, you're relaxed. We're bumming it, we're we're just at home. Who cares? Sweats, hair all messy, well, my beard all messy. You know, I don't gotta just worry about anything. Who cares how I look, who cares how I smell maybe. I'm at home, no one's gonna see me. That's the real you and that's what I wanna speak to tonight. I don't want to talk to who you want to be, I don't want to talk behind your, 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 your appearance, I want to talk to the real you. That you that nobody knows. That you that you've hidden from the world. Because that's your starting point. For any change you have to know where the real you are so that you can make any changes. Have you ever been lost in a mall? And you're like where is so and so store and you go to this chaos and you're just looking at that. of wood and you're like okay but the first thing you look is where you are not where you want to be that's what we want to do tonight i don't want to tell you where you want to go that's god's job where you want to dream that's fine god will do big things for you with you through you i believe that but before we start dreaming before you start thinking about this new year in school all the things you want to do all the things you want to be All the things you hope to be. Seniors, you guys are starting or continuing junior high. Or in your workplace. This is where I want to be this year. You have to start even with your spiritual walk. You have to start with your reality now. Where you are right now. And how you spend your free time will determine who you are. How you spend your free time will determine who you are. Because we all have free time. And yet, most of us, we look at ourselves, we go, man, I was super busy, I don't have any more time to give. That's not really true. It's all how you spend it. Either you're wasting time, or you're allowing God to create moments that you can be impactful in your calling. But we all have free time. Not cheap time. Not cheap time, free time. Not cheap, because I believe your time is valuable. I, think, I believe your life is valuable. So your free time is not cheap time. Somebody just tries to, have you ever had those friends that just wanna talk to you and nag all the time? No. Just wanna nag about everything? I got people like that around me where they just nag. I got workers that just nag about how bad the job is and I'm like, I know, but I can't change that. You wanna quit and go find yourself another job? Go for it man But I can't I can't just I got a family to feed I got bills to pay I got a life I gotta got continue on But those people that That consume your time And they're just nagging It's like they're sucking the life out of you And when you come out From talking to them They're like oh my goodness You're like Imagine it a break Do you know those people? That means you are wasting your time With people that don't ever want to change because you can tell them something and they'll never, ever, ever, ever take your advice. You're just wasting your time. Your time is valuable. Your time is valuable. There's 168 hours in a week. Let's just say you use eight to sleep. Most of us do more. Psst, don't tell nobody, because I love to sleep. But let's just say typically they're normal person takes eight hours of sleep okay that's 56 hours that you have spent in a in a week dedicated to your sleep if you do eight hours okay 11 hours let's just say you go to school or work L- let's just run it off because You prepare to go to work. You get dressed to go to work. You prepare to go to school. So, And this is not your extra activity. So if you do extra stuff in school, this is not counting that. It's just 11 hours for school. Just 11 hours. That's 66 hours. Okay? That leaves you with 46 hours a week. You're like, where are they at? I don't know. That's your life. I'm not, I, I don't know. But if you dedicate... If you go to school or you work more than eight hours, you work 11 hours, which a lot of us really don't work 11 hours, we, we're not in school, we don't have to be in school. You choose to be in school for extra activities. But just with just your obligations, you have to go to school, right? We have to go to school. We have to go to work. You don't work, you don't eat. The Bible says that you don't work, you don't eat. No? Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's in there, I promise you. Um, so if you don't work, you don't need. you don't go to school, you have to go to school. So that's 66 hours plus 50, we said 56 for sleeping. That leaves you with 46 for your free time. Free time you're going to use with your family, with church, with God, recreation, more sleep. I don't know. But you have other 46 hours. What are you doing with what God has given you right now? And most of you guys are not married. Some of us are. Some of you guys don't have kids. Some of us do. So if you're not married with kids, you have a lot more time. So how are you spending it? What are you doing? There's this old preacher, A.W. Tozer, that said, The way you spend your time is an indication of who you really are. How you spend your time will reveal who you really are. Not who you pretend to be, but who you really are. I believe God hates when we waste time. I believe God hates the fact that we have been given so much things and we waste them. Because God is into creating, not wasting. God creates something. He never wastes anything. Want me to prove it? No? Well, I will anyway, because it's part of my class. So, Matthew 25, 14 is this parable about the bags of gold. And it says that there's a man going on a journey who calls his servant. On Matthew 25, 14, there's a man that's going on his journey who calls his servants and entrusts them his wealth to them. This is a rich man telling his servants, I'm going to give you my money. Not your money, my money. The servants never did anything to earn the money. They're being entrusted. That means they're, they're 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 he's giving to them free money. To one of them he gave five bags of gold, another two bags, another one. Each according to his ability. Very important. Some people can't manage more, and we want more. You want more? Grow. You want more? Grow. Be more mature. Be responsible. You want God to bless you more, but you can't deal with even the basic things of faith, then He won't give you more. You want to grow in your job, do more. Well, they're not asking me. Who cares? Do more. Get early. Do things you're not asked to do. You want to, you want to, you want to become more in life. Do more. Grow more. That's a whole different sermon. Okay. See, I forgot where I was at, man. I was get too excited now. Okay, so the man who received five bags went out at once and put, him, put his money to work. And he gained five more bags. So also the one with one and two, with one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man that received one bag went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, just know this is about Jesus coming back, if you guys didn't know. After a long time, his master came back to those servants returning and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five to his master and said, You entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done and good faithful servant. You've been faithful with the few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. That's a good response that's a good response the master is pleased he's happy because he didn't waste he created he multiplied what the bastard gave him but then if we continue the man with two bags is the same thing but i very interested with the man who received one verse 24 then the man who received one bag of gold came to the master and said i knew that you were a hard man okay don't try to bribe god God, you're amazing. He knows he's amazing. God, you're good. He knows he's good. He's been patient with you. He's super good. So this guy is trying to master. You're just a good man, hardworking man. Harvesting where you have not sown and gathering, where you have not scattered seeds. He goes, I was afraid. And I went out and hit your gold in the ground. See, here's what belongs to you. Expecting to hear, that's awesome, thank you. Thank you for, 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 for saving and, 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 and just digging and, and thank you for at least giving me something back. But that's not what the master replies. His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. What? That's not what we expect to hear from God. You wicked and lazy servant. Wicked. I just hid it. I didn't do anything with it. Why are you calling me wicked? And lazy servant. And amazing how verse 30 continues on to say, And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gashing of teeth. That's hell, if you don't know. So in other words... God hates when we waste time The talents and gifts and abilities he gives us The chance to come to church When we waste time to come and just come and to come And we don't do anything, we don't grow, we don't do anything with our time He hates it and he's saying, you know what? Lazy servant I've given you life I've given you opportunity Wicked? Now we don't see ourselves that way But when he comes back And holds us accountable to What he's given us, this if we have done nothing and we've hit because we're scared, we hit because we're we don't want people, we just we just hit and go, God, I just I just I just wanted to stay under the radar, God, I just I just, but you're good. And I went to church and I did what I needed to do. And he's like, That's not what I called you to do. I entrusted you, family, I entrusted you, kids, I entrusted you, youth groups, I entrusted you, churches, I entrusted you, members. What have you done with my church? God hates it when we waste time because he never wastes time. And we see that throughout scripture, how the things that are, 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 they might look cheap or unimportant, small things, broken things, maybe things without value. He always is bringing something new out of something that's broken. And we see that in, the, in Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. It says that in the in the beginning we all we all memorize this when we were kids in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth right and it's one of those things where there was no form it says it was void it was empty darkness there was darkness over the surface of the depth of the world and then the spirit of god hovered over it so there was nothing and in nothing god creates something just by His voice. He never wastes any opportunity to create life. The moment you hit right now, He will not waste your past. He will not waste your hurt. He will not waste even your doubts. It's the next note you play that will turn into from harm to harmony. It will change into a story worth telling, worth singing he will create light he will create life he hates when we are just way because god is into creating sometimes we try to stop god from or people hearing for, for who we were before god let it let let god use your story whatever it is you're like well i never did anything yeah your apathy man i didn't care anything about god maybe you've never done anything wrong good Neither did Jesus, and he impacted the world. Your testimony doesn't have to be horrible. It just has to have God in it. Allow God to be in your story. And he'll change the world. Sometimes we have to think we have to have a worse past for God to use us. Believe me, there's nothing good when you do something bad and horrible and, and, and misleading and there's sin. There's no, there's no fun in that. But it's still our story, there's nothing we can change. Those that have sinned, those of us that have gone astray, we have our story. But your story is unique. And God will not multiply what we're not willing to maximize. If you're not willing to use everything you have right now to, to, to maximum potential, God will not multiply what you have. And I know we always want more, 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 more. But in order to receive more from God, we have to use every single minute, every single talent that God has given us right now. What do you have in your hands right now? Well, I'm just at home. Are you the best daughter, the best son that your parents can have? That's all you have. Maximize it. Be respectful. Clean your room without them telling you. Take out the trash before they nag you five times. Maximize what you have right now. But if you're not willing to maximize what you have right now, God won't multiply what you have. Paul says it this way in Ephesians 5.15. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. You have to make the most of every opportunity because your days are evil. This is just me. Don't take my story and make it your own. This is just me. I don't don't impose on people what I do. This is just what I do. That every conversation I'm having with someone, I use my time wisely, for me. That I'm always challenging them to become better. If me and you ever have a conversation, it probably won't be about sports. And it's boring for some people, but that's just me. It probably won't be about the weather. If we're going to sit down and spend time, I am going to challenge you so that God can use you to your maximum potential. Because to me, every opportunity is important because the days are evil. The days are evil. We live in a time where there's evil. Their sin, the enemy is, is out there loose. And it seems like the church doesn't have the authority to stop the enemy from doing what he wants to do. We're allowing them to do what he wants to do. But we need to maximize what we have. What makes you extraordinary is not... It's not, it's, it's learning how to deal with this free time. There's, there's this great thinker and he said this. He said, give me a lever long enough and I'll move the world. A lever is used to pick up things, heavy things with very little effort. Just a lever. Give me a lever big enough and I'll move the world. You choose how you invest your time, intentionally, and that leverage will change the world because you'll be so impactful. You'll be able to do so much, 46 hours of free time that will indicate who you are. If you're wasting your life, not creating opportunities for God to move, If you don't allow God to multiply the things in your lives because you're not maximizing the things he's giving you today. So I want to give you some some things that you can take home. Three things that you can spend your free time. Doesn't have to be in this order. They just have to be in there somewhere. Because you're going to spend 46 hours in different ways. I get that. But these three things should be in those 46 hours at one point. The first one is rest, is rest. Now like, oh my God, I've never thought about that. I know, I'm not gonna be that clever today. It's just gonna be simple words. But rest is not sitting down in your couch with with a blanket watching Netflix, that's not rest. That's not the rest that I'm talking about. If you wanna invest part of your 46 hours that way, that's the way you're investing your time. What I'm saying is that's not the rest that I'm talking about. The rest that I'm talking about is what will refresh your soul. What, is going to, what are you gonna to do to inspire yourself? See, it's, it's, it's resetting this indication that you're trusting God with less. You're trusting God because you're resting. Most of us think the harder we work, the more we're going to get accomplished in some things. But when we're talking about God and using not your obligations, this is your rest time. I'm not talking about not going to work. Please don't take that. I'm talking about those 46 hours that you are doing nothing. This, that, that's what I'm talking I'm not talking about not going to school, with well, you said not to study. That's not what I'm saying. You still have 11 hours to... Go to school, do your homework, do tests, prepare. You got another 56 to go to sleep. I'm not, oh, Jerry's saying that, I, you know, your mom goes or your dad, like, what are you doing? Man, Jerry's telling me that I need to maximize. No, 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 that's your sleeping time. That, that was already part of the equation. This is your 46 hours of free time. You need to rest. You're like, more than the 11 hours? Yes, because again, it's not being lazy. It's about refreshing your soul. And God wants you to do less so that he can do more. Because when you are focusing on rest, you're not being lazy. It's not doing nothing. It's things that will inspire you to allow God remove those things that are taking or consuming your time that is not allowing God to speak to you. Rest will give you the ability to last longer because if you're listening to God and you're having that communication with them daily, then it allows for you to do ministry or do the things that God has called you for a long period of time. But if you're always so busy, 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 and you get tired, you don't have time for God or anything. And one of the things that I've seen a lot of people do is be so active, which is good, but beyond to the point where they get burned out. And then they're not good to nobody. Not the ministry they've been called for not their home, that they're responsible for. They're just tired. Have you been dead tired of something? And you're just like, you're running, or doing any, or work, or any, and you're just tired, You're like, oh my goodness, just like, don't talk to me for like, hours, just... My mom used to hide herself in this basement we had. She was awesome. I wish I could have a basement, right? Like, oh baby. We should have a basement sometimes, just, ex- just leave everyone behind. This tunnel into nowhere. That'd be awesome. But my mom did that. Smart old lady. She did. We would come home and, Mom, what's for dinner? And she's like, And we didn't even know we had a business for years. Like, where's Mom? She just disappeared. Like, Mom, like, Mom, where's dinner? Hey, are you here? Why? She was like, I don't know what she did. She probably just fell asleep. I don't know where Nora is. I don't know. But she needed herself, just a time to just relax Because then she was able to come back and focus on these knucklehead kids doing so many things Busy in ministry, busy in life, busy with work She came back and she's like, okay And mom was the backbone of everything that happened at at home So we needed for her to be okay Your family needs you. Your brothers and sisters need you. Your work needs you. If God has you in a specific place right now, that's because those people need you around you. You have to be healthy. You have to have rest in order for God to use you in an impactful way long term. But the question is not how many people, again, can just come into a church like this, but how many people will last to the end, to the second coming of God. I don't want to just tell you, get busy, 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 do this, do more, 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 and just add more to your plate is remove the things that are not necessary in your life not good or bad just not necessary right now I'm not saying they're gonna be simple things maybe they might be good things but they're not gonna help you in this stage of where you at right now move it out the way so that God can use you so that you can last longer because I want to see you guys in heaven I don't want you to get tired of this, of life, of church, because I've taught so many people that tell me, Jerry, church doesn't work. God doesn't work. And it breaks my heart when people that I know that have been to church, at work, so many people have passed through. They're like, yeah, my dad's a pastor. I'm like, what? Dude, me too, man. We're broken, right? We're so screwed up. Man. We're awesome. We can relate. And they're like, but I hate God. I hate God. If you we can relate, you know why I hate God. Man, it breaks me to see how they're doing in life. People, we have to divert daily with God. Withdraw weekly and abandon yearly. Divert every day with God. Spend time with God. Weekly, your Sabbath. can miss your Sabbath. This is part of your rest time. This is part where you get inspired, encouraged to go back and do the things you have to do, connect with God. And every year you have to abandon yourself so that you can go out. That's maybe with your family, just go out on vacation or just stay home and do nothing. Just, but yearly, take some time to refresh. Okay, so rest. Improve. Improve. Oh, thank you for the water. Improve. If you're not growing, improve. If you're not growing, you're dying. If right now you're not growing with God, you're dying. You're dying. You're not stuck. You're not in this neutral state. There's no neutral. With God, either you're growing or you're dying. So anything that's not growing is dying. That could be church, ministry, life, family, your own personal goals, your dreams. If your dreams are not moving forward and growing, they're dying. If your relationships are being stuck, they're dying. If you find yourself in your relationship, friendships, boyfriend, girlfriend, and you guys are stuck, you're dying. Your relationship is dying. It has to be growing. Everything that's growing, it's healthy. If it's not growing, you're dying. And we have to improve ourselves because we need to be stretched. We have to be motivated. We have to learn more. You have to know that the better you, there's a better you out there and you have to learn how to improve yourself, how to be stretched. What things do you need to change right now? I'm good. You're not. You want me to ask your parents? I'm pretty sure they're going to tell me the things you need to change. If you're married, your spouse is going to tell me exactly what you need to change. Believe me, they won't be shy about it. The people most close to you know you. So if you think that you're okay, ask them. Dude, that would be so awesome. Just ask them. Babe, what I got to change? <laughs> Bang, get ready. Mom, can I get better? Oh, hijo, I saw man, Man, well, better watch out, cause Mom's gonna tell you what you gotta change. See, we can't see it in ourselves, but in our mind, for us to be able to maximize those forty-six hours, we have to be improving all the time. We have to improve ourselves, get better. And how do we do that mentally? What are you reading right now that's giving you ideas? Are you getting smarter? We're in the age of information. You can find anything on your phone. How can you improve yourself mentally? What are you listening to? What, what, what voices are being poured into you? Are you getting smarter? Are you, are you growing? Relationally? Who are you dating? How are you treating the people around you? Your brother, your sister, your... Co- who do you live with? Are you... How, how are you treating them? Are you improving relationally? Or are you just getting lonelier and lonelier? Because you're pushing people outside. You can't do life by yourself. Especially Christianity. So the people around you matter. And I know you should focus on your future, and I know you should focus on your job, and on your school, and on your, you know, everything that you got for your future, that's important. But if you win that and lose everyone else, it's not worth it. I've seen and I've talked to parents that are working, 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 and they lose their kids because they're working so hard. I bet you you ask their kids, hey, what you want is like what? Talk to me. Hug me. Don't give me money, all the time, sometimes, but most of the time, but once in a while say hi, look into my eyes and tell me how I'm doing. Doesn't matter if you win that dream job that you're always looking for, if you get there by yourself, it's not worth it, it's not, because we're not designed to live this life by ourselves. You have to improve in your relationship area. Are you losing friends because you're just so narrow and so mind focused? If you are, that's not who God called us to be. Spiritually, are you still drinking milk? Are you still in the, is this a sin or not? Man, you're still asking Is this is a sin. You're, you're a baby in Christ, man. If you don't know what God wants for you You don't know what to say You haven't read your Bible You don't know about fasting You don't know about praying You don't know about worshiping You're not even tithing You're not even showing up to serve I mean God doesn't want you to serve Because he, you need to serve Because of God God would just pick someone else And today I say You know what I don't want to be a pastor You know what I'm done with teaching God's not going to go Oh my goodness Why not Oh no You know what I'm going to say Move out the way man I'll have somebody else Already lined up for you but I tried that before with God. I are you going to do nothing, man? Why? Because I was so upset that God wouldn't do things for me. And I was giving so much for Him. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to spend some time by myself. Did God change anything? No. You're going to be in your tantrum, Jerry. Throw your tantrum. Man. That's fine with me. I don't care. Because you need me more than I need you. This is my church, not your church. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and I came back. I, I can't be sitting down. Are you growing spiritually? See, serving is exercising those spiritual muscles. is connecting with God. And third is passion. Third is passion. We need to do things that passion us. Our free time just needs to encourage us to bring this passion in us. Like, well, how do I do that? One question one, what breaks your heart? What breaks your heart? What makes you cry when you see something on TV, on social media, not TV, that's old. You don't watch TV. When you watch on your social media platforms, let me get more relevant right now. When you're watching things that happen on your feed. What breaks your heart? Does something cause you to just cry and go, Man, if I can change it, I will. For me, is just dying churches. People that just are, are stuck with God, that are dying with God. I, 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 that's my passion. That breaks my heart. People that don't want anything to do with God, that have walked away. I love people that don't know anything about God. I I love out out there people, but my heart breaks for believers that have walked away and that there's nothing for them to come back to. That breaks my heart. That's me. That's my passion. I love the lost. I want to bring the lost over. But my heart breaks over believers that are just cold, that think that God can't do nothing with them. And man, I start praying, we start doing, and to see God work and give him new dreams, that, pattern, that brings me passion. I'm not like, yes, absolutely. That's how I invest my free time. But then it's, would you do something that you, that you will never get paid for? So one is what, what breaks your heart. Two, would you do it even if you don't get any money? Because I hear that all the time, especially at my job. Oh, I'm going to get paid for it? No! Pick up the broom, man. Where am I going to get overtime for it? Come on, man. Right? That's, that's the world. What, what am I going to get out of it? This is not something that we have to pay you, that God has to bless you for it. You're just going to do it because it's breaking your heart, and you can do it all day. Do it all day. What would you do without getting one cent? And then, what lights up your day? What brings you happiness by doing it? How many guys love doing chores? (laughs) Yeah, we all don't like. Of course not, right? Right? Like uh, cut the grass. Like oh my god, take out the trash, clean my room. Like torture. Like sentence you to death. But this brings you happiness. This is just like man. This is. The best day of my life By doing this That's what passion's about It's all about Rest Those things that will Bless your soul Get you this Clear mind It's about improving Getting better If you think this is the best you can become You're shorting yourself out you're selling out before. There's more and you think you're, you're good now? Imagine if you allow God to continue to change you. Who you can become in the future is much bigger than this. Improvement. And passion. Those are the things that have to be in those 46 hours of free time. Not cheap, not, don't, don't. it's not time that you're just wasting. It's investing so as we're gonna pray and we're gonna get ready to close up tonight we have to decide how are we going to spend our time you're gonna waste it or you're gonna allow God to create something with it just know that how you spend your time can lead you to freedom or can keep you in bondage your free time can bring you to this curiosity of sin and keep you in bondage or it can set you free because you are allowing God to create so I'm gonna ask God to consume you tonight we're gonna pray we're gonna sing this song and I'm gonna ask God to bring down his spirit on you so that your heart can start beating again it can start feeling again it can start breathing you you can have life in you because there's so much more God wants to do with you right now back to school series is about allowing God not to waste those opportunities wherever your setting might be god's not done don't miss out a move from god he's still doing something so we're gonna pray we're gonna ask god to just lay down just bring heaven down to this place right now and that wherever you are is a fresh start because your next note is i'm gonna pray that the next note It's the the note that God has destined and predestined for you. That means that he has prepared for you in advance. So that you can do great things. You can create something new. That he can pour fresh oil on you. That in this moment you can feel that your next Step, your next decision will set you free. Chains will be broken. You're not attached to that. And whatever it is right now, it's just the beginning of something new. Let your story say something new about who you are. Let your next not the next, how, how, how that's going to develop to see God, to make it allow for God to give you, give Him glory with your life. And so, rest, improve and passion God allow me to fall in love with you just give me some time where I can reconnect make me better so that whatever you put in my heart I can do it faithfully we're going to stand up we're going to pray Heavenly Father we thank you for today as we're going to sing we're going to pray we're praying for you to continue to move in our hearts it's an inward out thing change our hearts, change these patterns so that when we project, we're in worship, we're in awe, we're ready, we're all in. But today is one of those defining moments because we're not talking to the potential me, we're talking to the real me. And the real me has questions. And the real me has doubts. And the real me has, we've been hurt. So I pray that you can heal the broken hearts, amend, allow us to trust again. Father, I pray that whatever is stopping us from taking that step forward, we're not using excuses for the time we wasted. If we need to go back and start rearranging our priorities, God, give us just the heart to do so. But today we pray that you can start working in our story, in our life, because we're not done yet. So God, if tonight someone's going to move forward, we're going to pray that you can touch their hearts. And while we're singing, they can raise their hands because we want to come around them. Because no one's left alone and no one should be left alone and no one's left behind. This is not a race that we're going to run by ourselves, we're going to step over people. No, if someone falls down, I'm going to stop my race and I'm going to help somebody get back up. So tonight, that's what we're trying to do. We're all running for this race of faith, but if someone's fallen down and they tripped, I'm going to stop. I want to help them get up. See if they're okay and run together to the finish line because that's the whole point. (laughs) Helping people get to the finish line. So God, if tonight someone's making a decision, I'm going to pray that you touch our hearts and you set things where they need to be. And as we sing, we want to be there for each other. Just let me pray. Amen.